<laughs> Welcome to Our Morning Take, the podcast where our goal here is to describe for you the movie that is going on in our head when we read the Bible. The movie going on in my head is it's Friday and I'm out of here. A few more hours and these kids are history. Yes, I love my kids. The <laughs> movie going on in my head is I don't want to be Gershom. <laughs> <laughs> Today is February the 2nd. 2024. Abraham Lawrence, my co-host, and and uh, Tim Goetz behind the computers. Nick Seaman is uh, just, he's AWOL. <laughs> yeah. All. He's definitely without leave. I did not give him permission to do this, but yeah. he did it anyway. He showed up, brought the heat, and left. I yeah, know. he did. Well, he figured it, it, he's just too much for us. <laughs> uh, actually, we're in a contract dispute now after that week. <laughs> he wants to increase his pay. Oh, me. And anyway, it is Friday, February 2nd. It's the 25th episode of the year so far. Uh, we are in the story of Moses uh, on his way back to Egypt. And there's uh, first little verses that honestly do present a problem to a lot of people that read the Bible and interpret the Bible, uh, theologians we call them. And, and many of them agree and disagree and argue over this little section. Uh, but I, I'm one that really just read it and, and it says what it says, and I just believe it. Yeah, amen. And so we were reading verse 24 yesterday. It came at the lodging place on the way that the Lord met him and sought to put him to death. Now, theologians will say, well, who is the him? Is the him Moses? Is the him Gershom? Gershom is the kid that's uncircumcised. And by the way, he's, he's not much of a kid. Um, do we even know how old he is? We would have to research that, and our crack staff has take the day off. <laughs> <laughs> so he went to Midian, and uh, he gave him Zipporah, his daughter, and it says they had uh, two sons. So, I mean, that took a little while to get the two sons. We don't really know how long, but I can't imagine, at least in the first couple of years, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so that makes Gershom like 30-some years old. Ooh. Poor Gershom. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm, I mean, he's, he's definitely a grown man. He's definitely got to be in his twenties at least. So, so yeah. That I mean, makes the story even worse. Exactly. He's not a little child. And so the angel. They didn't have painkillers back mm, then. Either. Well, no. Yeah. Well, it was a painkiller, but it wasn't a, what did Nick say about that? He said something about that in, in his uh, deal last week. I don't know. You guys <laughs> got to go back and listen to last yes, Monday's it was, episode. It was classic. That was hilarious. Anyway, uh, but I honestly think the hymn might be Moses because Moses knew better. Yes. Moses knew not to disobey the Lord. He did not make Zipporah on the eighth day go circumcise uh, Gershom. Yeah, and here's the other thing that we talked off the air. He's in Midian. He's he does not, as he, the Midians do. He's not in Goshen, you yeah. know, just like Joseph. You know yeah. what? Yeah, when in Rome, do yeah, as the Romans. You know. yeah. And that's what they did. And yeah, he did as did the Egyptians. Yeah. So I so maybe he did. He's like, man, eh, they just don't do it here. What I really don't understand though is why Jethro is not circumcising his kids because he's a son of Ishmael, which also was circumcised on the eighth day, and is a son of Abraham. And this is an Abrahamic covenant. It's not just a children of Israel covenant. So why are the why are is that world the Ishmaelites not circumcised? Here's the bigger question: Why is Zipporah doing it? Uh, would you want to do it? I'm just saying. I've She's never, better with a knife? I'm, no, hear me out. I okay, mean, go for it. 
We've heard of the circumcision going on since Abraham, and it's always been the males doing it. Why is Zipporah doing it and not Moses? Uh, Moses was trained in the Egyptian way. <laughs> <laughs> and circumcision was not one of them. <laughs> I'm not sure how to do yeah, that. Yeah, because I'm just trying Zipporah's to... Zipporah's like, give me the knife. Yeah. <laughs> and then she was... Before you cut that whole thing off. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. Just let me do something. Let somebody do something knows what they're doing. No, I'm just but curious how weird to why... Is that? Yeah. But how weird is that if you're 30 years old yeah. and your mom... Oh my God! Yeah, this is what I'm saying. This knife. is why it's. I'm weird. glad this is two thousand years before Jesus and, comes and, back. And you know, you're standing there, and your mom comes up there with a knife and says, "Drop yep. him." Yeah, yeah. We, we got to do something because, throws, because Moses says we got to do it. And then throws the foreskin at your father's feet. I would too. I mean, my goodness, if I got to do it. Yeah. Was Was he afraid to do it? Was it? You know. But you see, if you go with what I was saying about this little passage, then it sort of makes sense. If the reason the, the Lord met him and sought to put him to death was because his son was not circumcised, that's why Zipporah is upset because you've let this go 30-some years and it's never been a problem and now it's a problem. That would make my wife angry, wouldn't it, yours? 30-some, you've not said anything for 30 years and now all of a sudden you're like, hey, I think it's really important that we circumcise my son because all these kids are going to be circumcised. And, and I don't think she can understand it. And don't we have people in 2024 that say the same thing about God? What a bloody God he was. Yeah. Why did he want to kill all the Amalekites? And why, when he goes in and kills the Amalekites, does he say, kill the babies too? Kill the babies, kill the everything. sheep, kill the oxen, kill everything. everything. That's a bloody God right there, right? This is the same thing Zipporah is saying about God himself. And yet it's required for Moses to do what it is that he needed to do. Amen. And here's the other thing. Uh, we know Moses wrote this. He doesn't. Re- he does not write his reply. She says these statements. He's just. That's what I'm saying. He's he just dumbfounded yeah, or silent. He's not or even. I'm just going to leave that out. Let me let me start talking about my brother. Now the Lord said unto Aaron. <laughs> I mean that's exactly where we're at. So you ready? So go ahead, Abe. We're in verse 27 of chapter four. And we're going to take this all the way to the end. Uh, that sounds good. Okay, Aaron. Go into the wilderness to meet Moses. And he went and met him in the mount of God and kissed him. And Moses told Aaron all the words of the Lord who had sent him, and all the signs which he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron went and gathered together all the elders of the children of Israel. And Aaron spake all the words which the Lord had spoken unto Moses, and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed. Mm, amen. And when they heard that the Lord had visited the children of Israel, and that he had looked upon their affliction, then they bowed their heads and worshipped. I can see why they made this the end of the chapter. Exodus. Yes. Because it doesn't take long before they're not bowing and they're not worshipping <laughs> anymore. I find it interesting after the whole ordeal that um, he goes to meet his brother in the in the wilderness because, I mean... Who knows how long this thing between him and Zipporah was going on? And I think that was a relief to see his brother. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron, for showing up. Yeah, okay. we still that blood on your clothes. Yeah. It's a long story. It's a long story. It's been a long <laughs> journey so far. Yeah, but uh, but notice that they 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 went. They they hugged each other. They hugged it out. It's wonderful. Moses and Aaron. It seems like they they're on the same page. They come back. They go before the children of Israel, just like God had told them. They show them the signs. They probably let the rod become a serpent. 
Moses Moses has all this courage in the world. Now, you yeah. know how afraid he was of yeah. snakes? It's like, ah, just a Moses snake. No big show- deal. Watch this. Back Moses is showing him the leprosy trick. He's like, check this out. Let me show you something. We need cameras for yeah. that. Right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, we need cameras for that. Nobody knows what Tim was doing. Either. He's just over there going, what you, what you, what you? <laughs> <laughs> he was putting his arm in the, in the robe and out of the robe, yeah. Well, you, obviously, this is a very emotional meeting, not just because of what God has in store for him, but it, it's his brother. You know, well that, that too. and they were estranged. So, but once know. they get to the people of Israel, though, notice uh, they realize that God has heard their prayer. So they've been praying for this. They've been praying for to be delivered from the land of Egypt. And Moses comes down there and says, "I am that I am has sent me to you to deliver you from the hands of Pharaoh." And can you just imagine the swell in the crowd? Oh, yeah. Because that's what we've been looking for, man. This is awesome. But like every story, every Christian story, it doesn't happen overnight. No. It doesn't. No, it does not. But what is so perfect is that in, in verse 30, it says that Aaron spoke the words and and Moses did the signs. Well, yeah, because well, that's what was supposed to happen. You know, he told Aaron what to say and Aaron said the right things. Moses does the thing. Because, yeah, you because, you know, like we were saying earlier, if Moses is doing the talking, they'd be like, yeah, this is the guy that, you know, now nah, we're not listening to that. And, of course, this is why also when Moses disappears for those 40 days that they come to Aaron. Yep. Because, really, they are like. He's at it again. They are like bookends. <laughs> Moses and Aaron. Anytime you saw Moses, you saw Aaron. Aaron and Moses. Same with the Pharaoh as far as that goes. But, yeah, it's amazing because as everything was going fine, uh, the children of Israel, man, are they happy. Oh, they are, yeah. They're so ready to be delivered. I mean, and it's just like anything else, and even with us in our Christian walk, when everything's good, it's all good. Yeah, and we think that the promises of God are going to come, like, right yeah. now. Go to church this week. Please go to church. All right, we're out of here. Bye, Tim. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend.